Do you know the secret to making breakthrough progress? All around us, we see people making incremental gains. But is there something specific we need to be focusing on if we want true 10x results? Well, yes, there are three strategies, three mindsets that leaders commonly use to try to create the results that they want in their life. The thing is, two of them keep you stuck in incremental progress. One of them, just one of them, offers you the real keys to transformation. Welcome to the Impact Multiplier CEO, helping you 10x your financials, 10x your positive impact in the world, and 10x the fun you'll have along the way. I'm Richard Medcalf, and I coach some of the most extraordinary CEOs and entrepreneurs on the planet, from founders running disruptive startups to CEOs of billion-dollar corporations on these very issues. And today, I want to share the number one personal leadership strategy that precedes almost any breakthrough result. This is a battle-hardened insight. I've worked with hundreds of CEOs and entrepreneurs, and I've seen these principles create dramatic transformation, time and again. So absorb this deeply, and it will change your life. If you don't adopt this way of thinking, my worry is that you'll talk a big game, but you won't see the results that you want. And today I'll even share the story of a CEO I knew and how I realized he wasn't serious about his goal to be the number one player in his sector. So let's explore the three ways that you can think about success. Remember, two of them lead to incremental progress and only one offers you the keys to breakthrough transformation. Let's get into it. Number one, waiting for resources will trap you. I see many leaders who think something like the following, when I have more resources, then I'll be able to do things differently and then I'll be happy and successful. For example, I might need to have a bigger team. I might need to have more financing. I need to have my company listed on the stock market. I need to have a new head of sales. I need to have whatever it is. Now, the problem is this strategy of wanting to have something in order to do something. In other words, if I had more time, I could then think about strategy. And then if I can think about strategy, then I'm going to be more successful. Do you see that's have, do, be in how we think about things. It ends up disempowering you, actually creating a bit of a victim mentality because you're always waiting for externals to change. You never have everything that you think you need to have to do the things that you need to do so that you can have, so you can be what you really want to be. So what happens is you end up waiting for the things you need to have, which never come along fast enough. So you get stuck because you can't feel you, uh, you do what you need to do. Have, do, be is a way of thinking that keeps you on the incremental path. Now, the next approach is to work harder. So point number two, working harder won't deliver. Working harder sounds like this. The more I do, the more I'll have, and therefore the happier I'll be. Did you hear that? That's do, have, and then be. Now, do have, be thinking 
probably gets you better results than have, do, be. Because you're not waiting on having, you're actually getting on and doing things. It sounds great, right? Many high achievers do this. It creates a bit of a workaholic mentality. Now, it does get results and probably all of us in our life have realized that when we do things, we have things. So it is, it is a powerful approach, but it still keeps us on an incremental path. Let me explain why. Well, first of all, there are never enough hours in the day. At some point, we hit the ceiling of complexity and we can't do any more. Moreover, as we work harder and harder, we start to get lost in the weeds. We can't actually see the opportunities because we're doing, doing, doing. We feel we're focused, but we're actually missing the easy and big opportunities outside of our field of vision. Now, moreover, we start to get defined by what we do. We feel if we're not working hard, we're not really going to be successful. It starts to become exhausting and actually a fruitless endeavor. We actually start to put a limit on our own success. You hit a wall. So trying to do ends up only having a limited impact on the results you have. You can't go 10x by doing 10x. There are enough hours. And all of that doing doesn't create what you want to have. And then even if you have it, does it actually help you be happy and successful? The answer is generally no. You can have as much as you want. It doesn't actually create the internal feeling we're really searching for. So it's better than the first option, but do have be ends up being another path to incremental results. So strategy number three, this is the real lever. The real lever is who you are being. The way of thinking is the following. Who do I need to be to operate at a new level, to naturally do things differently, and then ultimately have a different outcome? This is the question that changes everything. Be, then do, and then have. If you transform yourself first, then transformational outcomes come naturally. You see, you can't 10x what you have quickly and easily. You can't 10x the amount of work that you do, but you can 10x how you choose to be. You can 10x your vision, your thinking, your courage, your focus, your curiosity, your creativity. You can 10x your empathy, your relationship building, your sense of purpose, your determination, your personal magnetism, and your ability to elicit commitment from your team. And that changes the very quality of what you do, and therefore the results that you have. I'll give you an example from my, my own life. When I first started my business, I thought what my clients wanted was for me to be smart. So I decided to be the smart consultant. That was my way of being. And it created good results. But then I started to hit a wall. Well, what happens if being smart isn't enough? I started to think, well, what else do they need? And I realized, you know what? I need to be uh, warmer. Um, but I need to be funnier, be more myself, bring my personality out. These leaders just don't want another suit. Um, so I started to show some of my sense of humor, uh, connect through a bit more fun. And that started to change the results I got with clients. They, they saw me more. They enjoyed being with me more. And then I realized, well, what else do they want from me? Who else do I need to be? And I realized 
I need to be more inspiring. These leaders I'm now working with, the, the caliber of these leaders is really going up. It's not enough for me to be inspired by them. I need to inspire them. And so it forced me to work on my own sense of purpose, my own mission, what I'm here to accomplish in the world. The fact that I'm dead serious about impact and about creating a legacy of exponentially positive impact in the world. And as I started to be that person, as I started to be somebody who was serious about these, this mission, again, my results, my impact grew. Then I realized, well, what else do I need for my clients? And I realized, you know, they need to know, do they know I care? Do, do they know I have their back? Do I know that I, I like them, that I actually, I love them. I want them to do well. I want them to be forces for good in the world. Do they know that I see them? I don't expect them to be perfect. I hope you're enjoying this conversation. This is just a quick interlude to introduce you to two transformative programs that we run. The first is Rivendell, my exclusive group of top CEOs who are committed to transforming themselves, their businesses and the world. It's an incredible peer group and a deep coaching experience that will push you to new heights, no matter how successful you've already been. The second is Impact Accelerator, a coaching program for executives who are ready to make a big leap forward in their own leadership. It's regularly described as life-changing and no other program provides such personal strategic clarity, a measurable shift in stakeholder perceptions and a world-class leadership development environment. Find out about both of these programs at xquadrant.com services. Now back to the conversation. And I realized perhaps I was trying to show too much that I am perfect. And of course I'm not perfect. So am I prepared to drop that front, be authentic with them and show them that I care? So that was my next way of being. I did that with one client. I remember he was like, ah, oh, such a weight from my shoulders. Now I don't have to prove that I'm, I'm a great person. I can just relate with you on a heart level. And again, the level of transformation I could achieve with my clients skyrocketed. This then is the power of be, do, have. As we change the way we're being, the quality of our doing changes and it creates the results that we want in the world. Now, let me tell you the story of the CEO that I mentioned. I'd been working on a workshop with him and his executive team for two days. We had a good first day. They'd really got clear about what they wanted to achieve in the world. They wanted to be the number one player in their market in their sector. They weren't there yet. They were not too far off. It was definitely possible, but they were really excited and committed, it seemed, to this goal. So we said, well, day two, let's get into the details about how you could achieve that. And so there I was, um, ready at nine, nine o'clock to start on day two. And the team wasn't there. There was just a couple of them there. They started to come in dribs and drabs over the first 10, 15 minutes including the CEO, who I think was the last to arrive. And then at about 9.15, we got going with the workshop. So I just observed to them, I said, hey, uh, it's not, no problem for me. I'm here all day. This is your day. But I noticed that we said last night that we'd, we'd begin at 9 a.m. sharp. And right now it's 9.15. I don't want to make you feel bad or anything, but I'm curious. Would the executive team of the number one player in the industry would they turn up at 9.15? Would they turn up at another time? What do you think? And of course, they looked at each other and it hit them. Oh yeah, of course. 
the number one player, they'd be there at 9am. Probably be there earlier, getting ready, getting settled in, getting ready to make the most of this precious executive retreat they have. The point is that they were not being the team they needed to be to create the results they said they wanted. And the CEO, who turned up late as well, he was not being the leader that he needed to be to create the transformational result that he said he wanted. So do you see how a way of being is the starting point for any transformational change? So over to you. Who do you need to be to create the impact that you crave? Think about the results that you're on course to achieve in the coming years. Who are you being to achieve those? I like to think of the idea of creating a label. Perhaps the label that you show up with is the safe pair of hands, or it's the slick operator, or even a visionary leader, or the tough-minded investor. That's basically created your success to date, and it's probably limiting your success in the years to come. So now think about what your breakthrough results would be. What feels almost impossible, what feels really edgy, what would be 10x, and yet would be deeply satisfying to accomplish. Then start to think about who you would need to be in order to deliver that level of impact. Who is the you that delivers those breakthrough goals? And how is that different from the you that's going to create your default set of results? When you get clear on that, the shift in being, then your journey of transformation has begun and 10x or breakthrough results really open up for you. And of course, if you want some help on making that transformational shift, then do get in touch. It's what we do in our business and it's what motivates me to get out of bed every morning and pursue my mission to help the world's top leaders become world-changing forces for good.